Welcome to the Mission Mill Spouse Podcast, dedicated to the stories, struggles, and triumphs of military spouses around the world. Join us as we dive into the unique experiences, challenges, and resilience of those who serve on the home front. Get ready to be inspired, informed, and connected. From deployments to PCS moves, we've got your six. So buckle up, grab your coffee, and let's tackle this mission together. This is Mission Mill Spouse. First off, I would like to introduce Lindsay. Lindsay is a member of the Mission Mill Spouse marketing team. Welcome, Lindsay. Hey, thank you. So I am the Deputy Director of Marketing here at Mission Mill Spouse. I'm also a semi-new military spouse. My husband's only been in for three and a half years. Uh, He joined the service after we had been married for almost about five years as a civilian family. So we knew nothing about the military life coming in. Currently, we are at Fort Bliss. And we've learned to love our little desert town. Like at first I was a little hesitant, but we really have grown to love it. So I have two boys under two, I'm working on my PhD right now, and I'm just kind of chugging along as we get through this season of life. We're loving it. Lindsay, you're the best. I don't know how you're handling (laughs) your PhD with two under two. I would fall apart. So props to you for being able to do that. Um, Thanks. Next up, we have Caitlin. Caitlin is a part of our Building Bridges team, which helps us get funding for Mission Mill Spouse. Um, and she also helps recruit partners and podcast podcast guests. Thanks for being here, Caitlin. Hello. Um, my name is Caitlin. I am a Mill Spouse of about eight years. I met my husband in college when he was a reservist, and he was transitioning into active duty as we got married. So for the most part, my whole Mill Spouse life has been dealing with active duty the whole way. So I don't have a ton of experience on the reserve side, but it's been a fun uh, journey. We are currently stationed in Germany um, in a little bitty mountain town called Garmisch. Most people come here to ski. We live here. (laughs) So it is a fun little adventure, getting used to an ungodly amount of snow and just trying to, to make the best of it with our two dogs. Again, that's another thing. I'm not familiar with the active side since we're reserved, so I props like to you too because moving to Germany and being away from family and just going somewhere new that uh, would be wild for me. So, thank you both for joining me. I really appreciate it. Um, and let's get started on our questions. So, first up, uh, question number one from one of our followers was, "What can I do to get more engaged with other spouses at my current duty station?" Well, I'll go first because I feel like. So it's weird because I'm obviously really a part of Mission Mill Spouse, but personally, I'm not like super on maybe spouse Facebook pages or things that I feel like a lot of people say, you know, like that's what you have to plug into first. So I totally agree with that. But to give like another perspective of if that's not necessarily where you're super connected, my biggest advice is just literally get out there. Like I'm talking, you can just go to the park on base and just sit there and just smile at people and spark up small talk and you would be surprised like you might walk away from that experience with your new best friend Um, or even just someone that next time you go to the park you're going to see them and think hey I kind of know her hello again and do that enough and next thing you know you build even surely but slowly a little tribe so uh, just putting yourself out there for me I'm really involved with the church resources on base so Bible studies have been my go-to. That's where I've met my lifelong friends I'll have forever. Um, There's church services like on Sunday. 
but really just finding little things. If it's going to the park, going to the library, going to a Bible study, and just smile, and you never know who you're going to attract and meet, and even just a friendly face. Uh, my biggest suggestion would be if you have the free time and you aren't working full time, or even if you are, find something to get involved in, whether it be the soldier and family readiness group, the key spouse program, ombudsman program, depending on what branch you are, um, that gets you directly involved with the unit that your spouse is attached to and the families that your spouse may deploy with, your spouse works with every single day. So those are people who directly have the exact same experience as you. Um, outside of that, the spouses organizations or just other military-focused organizations on or off base are great places to start because they have all, generally speaking, experienced it in one way or another. And they just get it. You don't have to explain a lot of things. They just have that background knowledge, um, especially living on and off base through our eight years. That is my biggest suggestion because even living on base, I didn't find any of the closest friends within our neighborhood. It was always spanning out a little further. So don't feel that you have to find somebody next door. It's okay if they live 20 minutes down the street. Absolutely. I completely agree. And as a reserve spouse, I think for me, the family um, readiness groups are one of the biggest ways that I've met a lot of people because we, you know, we don't live on base and um, building that community is so different for us and doing those FRG events and stuff that definitely helped me find people to connect with and build relationships with. Absolutely. All right. Question number two, what is something you wish you knew before coming a mill spouse? I think for me, I wish I would have just had confidence that I will figure it out. I felt so overwhelmed when becoming a mill spouse. Like, I need to know all the lingo. What, like, what does PCS mean? And when I find out what it means, how am I going to know how to do it? Like, what is that going to look like? How am I ever going to figure out how to do that? Um, and just knowing you figure out what you need to know when you need to know it. And you don't need to be an expert. And I'm three and a half years into this mill spouse life. And I'm still, I joke with my close friends who have been in or know a lot more than me. And I'm like, I still don't know what that means. And that's okay. And I'm still a mill spouse. I'm still 100% a mill spouse. And I'll find out if I need to know. So that's my biggest thing. I wish I could just pat me on the back before this whole journey started. Like, you're going to be okay. That is definitely a good one. For me, I would say just giving people the idea that the distance created through military life between trainings, deployments, TYs, them going to the field truly does make your relationship stronger as long as you choose to use healthy communication habits through those times of distance. Um, I have had so many civilian friends ask us like, aren't you guys sick of each other by now? And I always laugh because with the military life, we do spend so much time apart. So when you get time together, like you embrace it, it, you don't have as much of the, I guess, boring mundane tasks in life. Um, like we have, uh, my husband's been in the non-deployable position for almost three years now, but that doesn't mean he's not gone this month alone. He's gone for at least half of it. So 
that's another one of those misconceptions. Just because your spouse goes into a non-deployable position doesn't mean they're going to be home with you every day. Yep. I can relate to that. That was something that coming into the National Guard, I was like, oh, they don't go on deployments. And <laughs> they do. Um, and then they go away for other things, too. And it's so hard, especially, Caitlin, like when you're in a place like Germany where, you know, you're still trying to find people to connect with and build relationships. And then you're by yourself. And uh, that's terrifying. It would be very scared. <laughs> um, all right. Question number three. What do you feel is the hardest part about being a male spouse? For me, it is like managing my slight OCD and need to plan everything. Um, that was and still is honestly the biggest struggle for me because when it comes time to move, I'm like, okay, I need to look at housing. I need to look at jobs. I need to look at this, that, that. And I'm, unfortunately, the military isn't always the best about giving us information super far in advance. Um, promotion. So we will have to go to school for that. And we're just kind of dancing around the idea of, do we get to go on vacation or are you going to school during that time? So it's just one of the things you juggle. Yeah. I mean, I definitely piggyback off of that. That's just a main struggle in male spouse life, especially, and then to piggyback off of what we were kind of chatting about before our spouses being gone and then merging them together. So for example, uh, my husband is at NTC right now. So he's been, well, total, he'll be gone about 45 days, which in the male spouse life is not like one of the longest you can be gone. It's relatively short, shorter, but um, right now I have 202. So a whole month or over a month, with, you know, for a four-month-old to a five-month-old or a five-month-old to a six-month-old, now he's going from not eating solids to eating solids. I mean, just those milestones, um, it is hard. And then also not being able to plan. So he's been gone for a good amount of time, and supposedly he might have a spring break off when he gets back. So I'm thinking, what would we do? Where would we go for a fun little vacation? But then it's like, when and if? So um, it's definitely a juggling act, but to the positive you know, that Caitlin was saying, it's like, it really bonds us because he's just, he cannot wait to come home and see me and the boys. And it's a different kind of bond, even though there is a lot of separation, but it's definitely difficult. It's definitely one of the hardest parts for our family. Absolutely. That if you bring up the, the time difference between like four to five months and like, it doesn't seem like that much, but like that one month of a child's life can be so, it can be so impactful. Um, when Tyler was deployed, our son had just turned one. And then when he came back, he just turned two. And like, I didn't think about it, but Tyler's like, he's like a totally different kid. Like he talks and he runs and like all these things. And I'm like, I didn't even think about that. Like it was such a big jump for him. And that was really hard. That was a really hard transition for us. So um, question number four, what is the best part about being a male spouse? I will go first. Okay. Yeah. Go Kevin. Um, For me, it's, the people that you meet and the friends that you make along the way. Um, being in a situation where you leave your friends and having to start over, I think that male spouses tend to become extremely good at finding their people. And those friendships tend to form very quickly, but they become very strong. The military community is very big, but at the same time, it's also very small. Um, my husband's only been active duty for eight years, but while we're traveling or just coming over here to Germany, we've ran into people um, 
that we knew from our very first duty station. So it is in that sense, a small world that you get to come back to some of those friends later in life, which is truly awesome. Yeah, I agree with you, Caitlin. It is so funny. I mean, when I, when my husband first joined, I remember being so overwhelmed of like meeting a single friend or a single community because it's all over literally the world. But then, like you said, you realize it's the biggest small community or smallest big community. Literally there probably is because of that fact. So it is cool to think when I, you know, we get stationed somewhere else, we probably will at least have some sort of connection, even if it's, I knew her who knew her and she thought we would be good friends or something. Um, so I agree with you about community for sure. And I think it's just changed who I am as a person on that same note of community. Um, I still am connected to a lot of my civilian friends, like growing up and through college. And right now I'm back in my hometown, uh, since my husband is gone. And the type of friend that I am now is just so different because in the military, when you're going through a hard time, it's not uncommon for your tribe to be like, I'm bringing you a meal or, let me come over and watch the kids or just step in in such a strong way because we don't have that family where we're stationed usually. And so now when I come back to my hometown and I see my lifelong friends, it's like, I don't know, being a male spouse has made me a different level of friend because it's like, that's who I want to be to just the people I love in my life. And I've learned that through being a male spouse. And so the level of community, like I will carry that with me even when my husband is out. It's just so unique. I definitely agree with you. Absolutely. That is, those are both really good answers. Building friendships and building community, it's such a huge part. And it's, I mean, I feel like it's one of the main ways that we survive doing this. You know, if we weren't able to build a village, build our community, I don't know how any of us would be able to do any of it. So, well, thank you so much. We are going to take a quick break really quick and we will be back in just a few minutes. Here at Mission Mill Spouse, military spouses are the priority. With nearly 3,000 blog posts and over 1,000 podcast episodes in our archives, we have the resources and support to empower your military spouse journey, no matter your stage, season, or duty station. To support our mission and other military spouses like you, follow us across all social media platforms at Mission Mill Spouse, subscribe to our newsletter, The Sit Rep, or consider making a tax-deductible donation. We are also all volunteer-powered, so you're invited to join our band of bloggers or our command team. Email hello at missionmillspouse.org for more information. Remember, we've been there. You aren't alone. We've got your six. Welcome back to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. Today, we have members from the Mission Mill Spouse command team here to answer your questions. Let's get back into it. All right. Next question. Are there any unspoken rules about being a mill spouse? Um, for me, it is just having an open mind. Um, as we've previously discussed, you are away from your true family. So your friends do become family in the military world. Um, especially the first holiday away from family where nobody comes to visit. You don't have the opportunity to go home. Don't shut down and hide in your house. Take that opportunity to meet up with people in your spouse's unit or, just other friends that you've made still hold those traditions hosting Friendsgivings or Christmas and other events like that with friends that we've made have become some of our favorite traditions and memories throughout all of our bases. All right. Our next question, what is your number one tip for all male spouses in regards to their marriage? I'll do this one first just because marriage and family life balance, that's like my jam. That's my heart, my jam. 
um, before when I, we were a civilian family, my background is in family marriage therapy. Um, and when I became a male spouse, I had to step away from that because licensure from state to state or knowing we can move across the world, it was just going to get a little tricky. But my biggest, biggest encouragement is you guys can do this. Like I was so scared coming from my background and knowing the struggles that marriages face about my husband joining the military because I'm like, okay, we're going to be entering into our marriage, all the trials that, you know, can really break couples apart. But Caitlin hit it on the head earlier when she was saying like, those things do not have to break your marriage. They can be so bonding. Like me and my husband always knew we love each other. We always knew that we make a good team. But now without a shadow of a doubt, I'm like, you are my person. We can get through literally months of being away from each other. We can get through moves which I think they rated moving as like one of the most top three, most stressful things you can ever go through in life. And we're doing that over and over together as a team. We're like, I just feel so much more like that is my guy and we can get through anything together. And if you face challenges in the military like that, with that confidence or with that effort towards your spouse, like this is going to be hard, but I'm willing to put in the work with you. How assuring is that to your spouse? Like, man, she's willing to fight for this or he or she is willing to fight for this with me. Um, so yeah, it's going to bring challenges that you and your spouse have to work hard to overcome, but you can do it and find people who believe in your marriage in the military spouse as well. There's a lot of spouses out there that are going to maybe want to feed into, yeah, it's so hard or so horrible, but find the people who believe in you and your marriage and then like stick with those people and fight for, I don't want to say your marriage, like, encourage one another to fight for it because it's worth it for me i would say um not being afraid to seek help even if there's not a major problem as military families we face so many unique challenges that civilians never see whether it be the distance and just for instance my husband's job has he has a security clearance so he can't come home and tell me a lot about his day And for some people that can make them feel shut down or just like kind of avoided in that sense of you don't have that communication back and forth. Um, There are a lot of great military resources out there to seek assistance with whether it be understanding or working through problems. Um, And most of those resources you can see in person. Um, one great thing COVID did is also make a lot of those services virtual. So regardless of where you are in the world, if your spouse is physically with you or not, even if you want to do a session with both of you there, that is something we can do through the lovely use of internet now. So just don't be afraid to seek help because it can never hurt. Absolutely. I completely agree with both of those points. And I think Lindsay too, kind of going back to what you said about, you know, um, I think one of the biggest things that I try to remind myself too is like a lot of people will like my civilian friends will say to me like, Oh, I don't know how you do it. You must like those weekends are so hard. And I try to remember and sit back and be like, well, it's hard for Tyler too. Like it's not just hard for me. And like, I try to look at it as like a bigger picture of like, okay, we're both having a hard time. And like one of us is away and like, yeah, he's away and he's not with the kids, but like he's away from his kids. So like, that's really hard. And like remembering that like, one of us doesn't have it harder than the other and we're both going through it as a team together. Definitely. All right. Next question. What is the most surprising thing that you've learned as a male spouse? For me, I would say it's 
always going into a new situation with an open mind. Um, some of the duty stations that your spouse may see on their list of places to go or where you're actually going to could have an absolutely horrible reputation. Always just try to go into it with a positive mind. Um, Fort Hood, now Fort Cavazos, is one in particular that I will speak of because we have been there. Most people despise that duty station for many, many, many reasons. Um, but my husband and I loved our time there. It was probably one of our favorite duty stations for many reasons. A lot of people will judge a duty station based off of the leadership that their spouse may have had or the base level leadership. And most people don't consider that that leadership changes out just as quickly as you do. So if that isn't a current experience, you may be walking into something completely different. Yeah, no, I, I will piggyback off what Caitlin is saying. Cause it's so true. Like just keeping that open mind with the military spouse life. And also I've just been so surprised by, I don't know, this sounds cliche, but how strong I really can be, how much I really can do. Like kind of what you were saying earlier about, you know, civilian friends saying, I don't know how you do it. That was totally me. Like I could never be away from my husband for a week, two weeks, a month. The three months for him to join and go to basic training was like, I don't think we can do this. But seeing how strong even I am as an individual and our marriage together I don't say that as much anymore. Like something might seem impossible. For example, like traveling with two kids under two. And I was like, I cannot do that. And my military spouse friends that I trust and are my cheerleaders were like, don't say you can't because you can. And I'm like, okay, I can. Maybe I just don't want to, but I can. <laughs> like, but it's just realizing, you know, we're stronger than we think. And we do a lot more than we would have maybe ever thought we were capable of doing. Absolutely. I completely agree. All right, we're almost done. We've got a couple more questions. Um, this one, what is your biggest fear as a military spouse? And we're talking like going into the commissary. Like, so my biggest fear, for example, is all the acronyms. Um, I do not, I still, the acronyms. Um, I was on the phone with somebody the other day and she was like, yeah, you're talking about the, the 947th. And I was like, I'm talking about what? Like, so what is your biggest anxiety or fear about being a military spouse? For me personally, it is the military deciding to change our orders. In the last eight years, we are on duty station number four. Two of the four times after we had hard orders in hand, like this is the paper that you need to leave with, the military has been like, oh, never mind. Let me change those. And coming here to Germany, we had three weeks notice that they changed our base as we're preparing to move to a foreign country. So that's just my personal fear or anxiety because again, I'm a planner. I'm a little OCD. So I like to research things. So when you change something, all my research goes out the window. Yeah. And that's not just like moving from like Texas to like Florida. That's just a huge, huge, like, oh, okay, just kidding. We're going to hop on over to Germany really quick. That's insane. No, I couldn't yeah. do that. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. My biggest, I mean, definitely those things are some of the biggest fears. A biggest fear that's kind of more in line with what Juliana said about like the acronyms and just 
like I get nervous still because like I said, I don't really know even still all the lingo when people are like, what's your husband's unit? And I'm like, uh, like he works here at Fort Bliss. Like, and it sounds so silly and I feel so bad, but sometimes it's like the, he's moved around so much even here at Fort Bliss. Like, I don't know. Anyway. That makes me I nervous. I can 100% relate to that. There's times I like had to write down Tyler's stuff. I'm like, all right, what's your unit? And what, where did, when you went to Afghanistan, what was your, like, what was the name? And like, what, I don't remember any of it ever. And I still, I don't, it's out the window. Like, yeah, he's, he's in the National Guard. That's like, I'll write <laughs> If you ever end up at a base or attached to a unit that's not all the same branch as your spouse is enlisted in, prepare to be mind blown because each branch has different acronyms. Yeah. It's so that's something that I just kind of it's a mess. Buckley used to be Buckley Air Force Base and now it's Buckley Space Force Base. And so going into it, because Tyler joined before we were married, and I'm like, oh, he's in the army. So Buckley's army and then I'm like no it's it's Air Force no it's it's Space Force and like meeting people I'm like wait what <laughs> and like the uniforms I don't know the difference between that and it gets really complicated <laughs> totally all right for our last question I am curious to know what is your favorite thing about being a part of the command team of Mission Mill Spouse you want to go Caitlin or <laughs> I'll go first um I really enjoy the sense of community that comes through it. We as a team, um, although we are geographically dispersed and many of us have never met in person, um, come together and make amazing things happen um, that go through and impact military spouses and families all around the globe. Outside of that, we are also our own little community. We have formed lifelong friendships through working together, which is just such a blessing. When I got here to Germany, for instance, I got to meet up with two of our command team members the morning after we flew in. So that was seeing familiar faces, even though I had only met one of them through social media before, was just a great feeling. And knowing that you can reach out to those people because they have been there before, have experiences and something you may be going through is just a, a great thing to have. Yeah, I piggyback off the community for sure. I mean, some of my hardest moments of life, like thus far, have happened while being on the command team while serving for Mission Mill Spouse, um, which like I've been very transparent about my son's NICU journey and um, just a lot of the trials that came with his health since he's been born and the level of community and support. I just was blown away, um, even from like distance, like it's a community that we share that we're not in person versus, you know, other things on base where there is that in person, but even just over virtually the support that we've had. And then also, I remember when my husband decided to join the military, I read this book about basically how to be a male spouse or tips. And I remember thinking how amazing that was that not only people are living the male spouse life, but there were these women out there that were writing on how to encourage others to succeed. And I was just so encouraged. Like, I just want to be like a good mill spouse. Like I just want to be able to live this life and conquer it and be able to like do the daily things. And then to be able to go from knowing nothing about it to at least being able to be vulnerable about like, Hey, it's my heart to help other people. And you don't have to have it all figured out to help other mill spouses. It made me kind of go full circle of like, wow, I really don't know that much, but whatever I do know, like I want to share. And even if that's anything to offer, it just, I don't, it makes it so 
worthwhile to kind of come full circle. So I just really appreciate that opportunity um, to be able to be transparent and walk alongside other spouses who are trying to figure it out as well, just like I am. I love that. And piggybacking off of what you said, like coming into Mission Mill Spouse helped me feel like, because there was so much stuff that I didn't know and like being able to form relationships and realizing that I think there's a lot of us that don't know what we're doing, you know? And so I'm like, okay, it's not just me. Like there's other people that don't know what's going on. And it just makes you feel a little bit more like, okay, it's, it's going to be all right. There's other people out there struggling and what we can struggle together as a family. And, but well, thank you, Caitlin and Lindsay so much for being here. Um, Thank you for sharing all of your answers to our fun questions. And I appreciate all of your work that you do for Mission Mill Spouse. And I appreciate your time today. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. We hope you found inspiration and connection through the stories shared. Remember, your resilience as a military spouse is commendable and you're not alone in this journey. We've got your six every step of the way. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes and feel free to reach out on social media to continue the conversation. Until next time, stay strong, stay connected, and keep supporting one another. This is Mission Mill Spouse signing off.